Venerable Ajahn Sumedho gives an address on July 1, 2017 in an event sponsored by the Insight Meditation Community of Washington, D.C. We are, you know, we are experiencing consciousness from the here and now, and of course, the body's here, we're aware of the breathing, like Anapanasati, one of the basic practices of posture, of bodily awareness. And what is it that's aware of the body, of the posture sitting? What is it that's aware of inhaling, exhaling, anapanasati? And so you, you, through this kind of investigation, this awareness or mindfulness is the, you know, is, is conscious awareness, mindfulness, and then, then, it's, then we began to see, we began to, to have insight knowledge into consciousness knowing itself. And so like in, in uh, questions like the in different types of Zen Buddhism use koans, you know, like, conundrums that make no sense. And you try to think about them, like what is your original face before you were born? And, and then according to what I remember of the Zen literature that I read, you know, the, the uh, student tries to figure it out. And through the intellect, you know, what is my face before I was born? And trying to, to understand it. But, what it does do is that it's, it's, it's nonsense. It's not meant to make sense. It's meant to stop the thinking mind. So you have, a, you know, in mindfulness practice, asking yourself questions like, who am I? When you, uh, you know, you think, who am I? Uh, and then, the, the, you know, you're not looking for an answer in terms of, your name, because we already know that. But <laughs> when you ask yourself a question, where are my car keys? There's a there's a there's a gap there. You know where you're not thinking. Where are my car keys right now? And then they have to to be mindful of that gap between uh, between the question and you're not interested in the in the answer anymore but in the space that follows so so there's consciousness the question who am I you use as a, as a kind of skillful means to be aware of not knowing is like this but that's conscious not knowing it's not Ignorant, not knowing. And, you know, as you explore it more and more, like I used to do a lot of deliberate thinking, like thinking um, a sentence, neutral sentence that didn't arouse any emotion, like I'd use something like, I am a human being, which doesn't, isn't particularly emotional. 
but exploring the space between the words, because like you can only have one thought at a time, a thought moment at a time. So you have to think I, you can't think I am a human being in one moment. You have to think I first, and then am, and then a, and then human being. But if you listen to, you know, you're not really interested in the, in the concept, but in the spaces between the words. So you're developing a, a real interest in, before you think, there's, there's non-thought, it's like this. There's conscious awareness, and then you intentionally think, I then there's another gap. And this is a way of, of exploring uh, emptiness, space, consciousness, in terms of, of uh, you know, getting to know, recognize consciousness, knowing itself, it's like this. When, when there's, to create yourself as a person, as a personality, you have to think. I, I am Ajahn Sumedho, I have to become, to become Ajahn Sumedho, I have to think that. In the space where there's no Ajahn Sumedho, who am I? It's like this. You begin to, to rather than try to think about it or understand it, you're, you're trusting it, you're aware of it. And that, that's like consciousness knowing itself. And so, like in, in uh, it's through this kind of training that you actually, you know, begin to you try to define or think about universal consciousness, or uh, you know, we're all connected in consciousness. These these can be ideas that we grasp, but in terms of the reality of this moment. Consciousness is, 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 is when, when there's no grasping, it's not, it's not, there's no person, there's no personality. I can't find Ajahn Sumedho. <laughs> and then that's, you know, this is our human condition where we can recognize this is what Buddha. Buddha nature is, or the word Buddha itself. The very word itself means awakened consciousness. You know, it means it's not where we think we're awake because we're, you know, we're not asleep right now, I hope. But, but um, awakened in terms of seeing through the ignorance of the limitation of, of the conditioning process. So like the, the basic obstructions to, to seeing the path, recognizing the hateful path, or the, the personality view, the ego, the cultural, social conditioning that we have. And the, and the third is the thinking process, which creates doubt. If you try to resolve all problems 
with, with, with uh, trying to resolve all problems and get answers to every question, you're never going to succeed. There's always not quite sure. So people they, they think too much of doubt a lot. They suffer a lot because they, they, they can't, you know, they can't even, you know, start anything because it might not work. It might fail. Where in uh, in meditation, you know, you 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 think the idea that you can't meditate or you might fail or you're not ready for it are creations of your own mind. So by pointing that out, even the most, you know, doubting character can begin to use the, the, the problem of the suffering they create through doubt as a, as a skillful means towards recognizing this uh, conscious awareness, intuitive awareness, I call it. And it's not personal at all. I can't say it's mine. If I say it's mine, then I'm thinking again. Back into owning that which is natural rather than where that's, that's, I'm deluding myself. But if I trust to just be aware, so over the, you know, these, this time, this is a, the path I've developed. This, this awareness, and in, 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 in its way, as you trust it more, this is what I encourage you all. Is, is because when you think about yourself, you can't. You're going to be caught up in memories of having successful meditations. You go on retreats and you get really calm and and uh, peaceful, blissful, and then. And then you, you go back home and you're not peaceful and peaceful anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then you want that. And you want to have another calm, peaceful, blissful meditation. But Ajahn Chah used to say, good meditation is good, bad meditation is good. <laughs> <laughs> because you learn a lot from, <laughs> from you know, We've all learned uh, the suffering of, of having good meditation and then wanting it again. <laughs> and then it result, results in bad meditation. <laughs> bad meditation is also good. <clears throat> so like suffering also is, is like a catalyst for awareness. We, we're all here because in some ways, you know, we we're aware of our suffering, of our discontentment, of something missing, of some inadequacy. Maybe it's personal, maybe it's social or whatever, you know, however you want to describe it. It's the first noble truth. And seeing that as a noble truth rather than as a personal flaw, or seeing it or taking it personally is, is beginning to, to change from somebody who's, who's flawed to someone who's nobly re investigating reality.
But then in terms of consciousness here and now, you know, consciousness is, is, you know, from this position, in this form, it's a conscious form. It goes out through the senses, so you have perception, and thought, thinking process, so you perceive through the senses. It's going out, uh, looking for happiness or success or something, and uh, some, some desired goal. So we're sending the, the, what they call the jitta, or the mind outward all the time, seeking distraction through through seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking. And that's the cause of suffering, sending, always seeking something out there, distraction, you know, the suffering to seek distraction from it, or trying <clears> to <throat> get something that we want, or trying to get rid of things we don't like. But to, to be aware of that desire, you have to go inward, you know, so it's, they call it open-eyed contentment, to the inward, onwards. And so the ajans in Thailand point to their heart and say, look here. And, uh, and so we, with meditation, we're not, we're not looking out for nibbana or, or consciousness or happiness out there. But with, you know, you start using basic meditation with mindfulness of the breath, the awareness of the body, because that's here and now. And like the breath is is usually not associated with the ego. And then we don't go around thinking, my breathing is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> We can be egotists about posture, like I sit better than you do, but we're not about the perfect sitting or standing, walking or lying down, but being aware of the movement, the body moving through the day and night. The body's like this, sitting is like this. And then you're not trying to describe it or criticize, even, you know, or, or congratulating yourself. When you're aware, it's like it's suddenly you're, you're aware of, of your own body in, a, in, in these four basic postures. And that's bringing the attention here and now, going inward rather than, than seeking, looking at a picture of a yogi in perfect lotus posture and then thinking, I can't do that.